0: to the spooky dookie podcast the only horror podcast for you social outcasts hosted by me and my good friend michael and i am also Derek. uh is
1: this seriously serious intro or are you being a dick
0: i was trying to be more like the other horror podcasts what other horror podcasts uh i'm not gonna name them so everybody can just stop listening to us and go to them
1: uh okay i guess this is the real intro and i am mike
0: Yes, that's Mike. I'm Derek. And we just watched... Um, Nightmare Cinema. Nightmare Cinema. <laughs> you forgot, <or> um, Larry. <laughs> well, it's not that I forgot. Okay, so here's the story with me in this movie. This is actually my third time watching it. Third? Yeah. First time I watched it, I was looking for this movie called uh, Midnight Movie. And... I forgot the name of the movie and I'm thinking nightmare cinema is that movie. Mm-hmm. And I watched this, instead. <laughs> but uh midnight cinema is also a, or midnight movie is also a pretty good movie by the way. But uh,
1: yeah, that sounds familiar. I think that's in my, uh, my uh, letterbox of uh, things I have to watch. Oh, nice. Um,
0: nightmare cinema is a anthology movie. Which
1: um, we don't usually review.
0: Yeah. So this review is going to be a little weird. Not weird, but you know, uh, can't tell you if it's going to be shorter or longer. Uh, it might be around the same length because we got five stories to get through, but we're not going to go beat by beat. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't
1: know what not it is. Not too to many, uh, like I have some notes written down of, uh, some actors and some people who have, uh, been involved in this. So there's five different directors, two of them. I did not know because one is a Spanish director and one is a Japanese director. Uh,
0: you know, Joe Dante. Was, what? Yeah. The only one I know is, uh, Mick Garris. And that's because I watched his pot or listened to his podcast. Uh,
1: yeah, he's the Mick Garris in the last short. Uh, he was, he was an fun fact about him. Cause I, uh, we have, we have to start putting like a little jingle or something where it's like fun facts or something, because I feel like that's like my part I bring to it because I like doing a little Wikipedia dives afterwards. Right. He was a zombie in a thriller music video for some reason.
0: It was not for some reason. He um, was also a writer for um, Michael Jackson's Ghost. Um,
1: okay. Yeah, He was also involved in Sleepwalkers, a Stephen King property, and also yes. Hocus Pocus. Uh yes <laughs> so he's the fifth uh short which is called dead i believe and the second short is joe dante of gremlins uh i think he, he's done other stuff like that too joe dante's is is known and then a bunch of random actors are in here The the actor casey which uh which which freaking uh that's the fifth sketch with dead she uh she was in guess what she was in like her only credit two two movies uh, I don't know. Medea Halloween 1 and 2. I want to kill myself. <laughs> and, uh, Dan, and Martin. I've seen both of them. Oh, not, yeah, you should be. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's not my fault, alright? So. Quick story, I wanted to go see Ouija's Origin of Evil. I just started dating this girl for the uh, first time at the time and we were going to go see this movie and then last minute she told me that she was afraid to see it because she doesn't like horror movies. So we saw Medea, Boo, Halloween, or whatever it's fucking called. We we watched that instead and I saw that in theater.
1: And but that's one, that's one, movie. that's one excuse for
0: one movie. You went the back. Other, the other one, the second one I, it was on hulu and i was curious why they made a second one so i watched it
1: all right people have guilty pleasures man it's not a guilty pleasure (laughs) (laughs) i I think that's what we need to review next
0: i guess when i was in the icu though i did watch a whole bunch of tyler perry movies and i was (laughs) fucking miserable
1: (laughs) what it was just on the tv yeah oh man (laughs) there's nothing else you're in the icu and you have to be like it's like uh Um, clockwork orange where they put the (laughs) things on your eyes and you have to watch things that uh you don't like the fourth uh short is david slade he's involved in black mirror and and twilight and also did a shit ton of music videos for a bunch of rock bands so that is basically the backstories of those directors the other two again i don't know too much about i'm sure in uh their country of origin they have done some things that i am unaware of uh, there's a couple more actors in here, but we'll get into those later. Uh, it's, it's pretty much unknowns.
0: Yeah. I only know two people.
1: What? Or three. <laughs> Was one of them, uh, the souffle guy from high school musical?
0: No. Oh, come on. That. He's the best. I've never, never seen high school musical.
1: Okay. Like I just have this running gag of high school musical because I, I, I've seen two of them. I didn't see a third. um, this one character, like in the middle of a dance freaking scene where they're talking about they could do basically anything, this guy just comes out of nowhere and he's like, and I and bake souffles and he just comes out of nowhere and just has a souffle. So <laughs> I just call him Souffle guy. And he's actually like not like a prominent actor. His name is Chris Warren. He does other stuff. And mm-hmm. just like whenever people bring up high school musical, I was like, you know who's my favorite? Souffle guy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But enough of the little tidbits and whatever the first short is called uh what in the woods uh the thing in the woods
0: so the movie actually um starts off with a girl she's like on the phone with her boyfriend i think they're arguing yeah and um she goes into a theater and the projection starts playing and that's when the short starts that thing in the woods um yeah um, like I said, we want to go beat by beat with each story. We're just going to go, like, basically what it's about. Um, so, basically, um, this girl, she is getting chased by a man in a welding mask. Then um, she runs. She's just going, running through the woods. Um, she basically goes back to the cabin where her boyfriend's there. Um, the guy in the welding, he's, like, very athletic, it seems like. Um,
1: I thought he was an actual man,
0: yeah, um, so yeah, she runs back to the cabin um, her boyfriend's there she has a there's a black guy there too who's their the friends with I that's guess Oh, a play guy, oh that's no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um it's because, you know uh, he's chasing them and blah blah blah, and um the uh the the fucking Dude with the welding mask, uh, grabs a hammer and throws it through the, well not through the, the door is open. He throws it at the door. Yeah, the doorway and, um, hits the black guy straight in the ribs, broke a couple ribs. Um, girl's boyfriend grabs a shotgun off of the, uh, mantle, mantle, just, you know, he will dead style. Um, you know, pretty much any cabin movie style. Grabs a shotgun, uh, black guy grabs a shotgun, he's like, nah, I'ma kill this fucker cause he's a, he fucking, he fucking, uh, broke, my, broke ribs. my ribs. And, um, he's standing in, is he standing in front of the door? I feel like he's standing in front of
1: the door. He's talking, doing a goddamn like speech like, I'ma get him, I'ma kill him, and slowly right. the welder behind him is creeping up.
0: Right, he breaks through the door and yeah. grabs him, and he, um, oh, he stabs him through the door, and he, he's, He breaks open the door, he stabs him. And so, the guy is in front of him. The black guy's in front of the killer because the killer got a knife in his back or whatever. And the black guy drops the gun. The boyfriend picks up the gun and just fucking blasts away. But He's just shooting the black guy. And I'm just like, okay. Is that supposed to be comedic? I hope so. (laughs) Because he shoots him like two times and then a. Third time he just shoots the guy, the guy
1: in the uh, in the head and blows his head off. I don't know why. I don't know either. I know there was some comedy in this. Yeah. Uh, I did like how the the head exploding thing did did look. Um, eventually when they're fighting in the cabin because the well, welder away, but okay. Um, the welder uh, apparently there was like eight more kids and he killed all the friends, so it was just the last three was those three. Now it's right. just the girlfriend and the boyfriend. They're right. trying to survive in the, uh, inside the cabin. The girl is in the basement and she's screaming, looking at dead bodies there. And, uh, the the boyfriend's just fighting the welder. Right. So he's pinned <laughs> against the wall. I forgot about this. Yeah. So this is what, I, this is why I think there's comedy. Yeah. Cause I watched this,
0: uh, one half the other day, like two days ago, and then I just finished the second half. <laughs> so he, he stabs him and pins him on the wall Halloween style, like, uh, Michael Myers did. Uh, somebody's boyfriend on there. I forgot which boyfriend. And, um, he stabs him on a kitchen wall next to, um, a knife set. Yeah. And while he's pinned up on the wall, the boyfriend is slowly reaching for a knife. And the killer grabs the knife out of his hand and stabs him in the shoulder and pins his shoulder up against the knife, uh, against the wall. The boyfriend grabs for another knife. The killer pins his other shoulder. Then he grasps, he reached for another knife.
1: And every time it's getting slower and more yeah. pathetic.
0: Yeah, the killer pants his fucking left hand. Then he still reached for another knife. And then the killer just fucking pants his right hand and now he can't reach for a knife anymore. And
1: basically gets yeah. crucified in a crucified right. look a uh, formation.
0: Right. Um,
1: He's like, why don't you kill me already? Do it. And then he does get killed in a very interesting fashion because you don't know what's happening yet. You just think this is pretty standard of a, I guess it's just like a tropey parody of like a Friday the 13th or something with a welder instead of Jason. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what things, I guess it was the welding, just the welding tool, uh, whatever that thing is called. He basically... Drills a hole in his like midsection and turns him into like, almost like a jack-o'-lantern looking thing.
0: Yeah. So I, 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 I would say a blowtorch, but yeah,
1: Yeah, it's a blowtorch, it's a blowtorch. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just a creative kill for the sake of it, but actually it wasn't. Eventually it comes back around. So yeah. then there goes the boyfriend and now yeah. it's just welder versus girl.
0: Yeah. Uh, they start fighting. She beats the shit out of him and he um takes his welding mask off. And he was like, you uh remember me? I'm your neighbor. We were friends. We hung out as kids. Blah blah blah. So he's and, gaslighting her. Yeah, and she's just like shocked and just staring at him. And then he explains what happens. So it cuts to another story, I guess, but it's, it's the flashback. same story. He has a flashback. Um, what is it? A meteorite history? Yeah, yeah, a meteorite hits uh this fucking field or whatever. And basically all these spiders come crawling out. The spiders crawl into the, the um kids' mouths. Well not kids, but high school kids who look like adults. Um they they crawl into those people's mouths and they be the spiders control the people. So they're like not possessed, but I don't know the word for it. Um brain controlled, brainwashed, I don't fucking know. Anyways, um uh, so they're very homicidal and they're trying to wipe out the human race. And the guy in a welding mask survives. He gets away and he's fighting them off. And so he fucking puts on a welding mask and stuff so that the uh, spiders won't crawl in his mouth and blah, blah, blah. And he starts killing everybody who's possessed with the freaking spiders in their mouths. And then it comes back to the whole... uh Woods situation with him telling a girl what's going on and um, he was like if there's still a ounce of you left uh please let me know and blah 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 and she just starts like freaking out or whatever like she starts twitching and shit and then she drops to her knees and then her head splits open and it's the spider inside her head splitting her head open and then it closes back up I guess he was just trying to show, I guess the spider was just trying to show that, you know, there's still control of her or some shit. And eventually he just runs outside and it's like, he dies,
1: right? No. What happens? I can't
0: remember. <laughs>
1: um, I don't remember how the girl died because she dies. Uh, I guess he had a finish. He says, she just kill me, kill me, kill me. And I guess he does it. Oh, he yeah, walks, yeah. He walks away and, uh, throughout the night, he just fights all the spiders. Right. And uh, next morning he comes out of the cabin. It looks like he won. He gets in the car the driveway. It's like, all right, it's over. But then you see something wiggling in his face, and he is now infected with the spider, bringing it into town.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So that is um
0: the first the story, woods one, the thing in the woods, directed by Alejandro Beerheads.
1: So that's all the right. Spanish dude, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, that's one of five. The next right. one is not the priest one. That's the one after this.
0: The next one is, uh, I can't pronounce that fucking thing. The title of it was Miari? it's about oh, the one the with I, the scar.
1: I basically wrote, uh, I, I refused to call it that. Cause I couldn't call it that. So I just call it, I am the beholder because it's literally <laughs> just the Twilight zone episode. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like yeah. the, 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 the faces are the same. Like they're, yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: they look like pig people.
1: Yeah. So basically, uh, you could, this is very fast. You can sum this up. Yeah. Girl is with, uh, a boy she's about to, I guess, marry and mm-hmm. she has to meet, uh, the mom eventually, his mom. So she has a scar on her face, which, uh, it doesn't seem that bad. And I guess they make it, uh, seem like it's worse and she has an insecurity about it looking in the mirror and he's like, you're looking in the mirror again. she's like, no, she's like, my mom has a plastic surgery. She, she, you know, she's great. I'll pay for the whole thing. She gets talked into it. And I, this one gave me the most dread. I don't know why, because it's, it's just eye of the beholder. But I I feel like that girl was very helpless and I felt for her or something like that. everyone's (laughs) everyone's <laughs> against you you're trapped in a hospital where they're operating on you which they're basically doing more than what she um bargained That's for more. yeah yeah they basically convince her into doing a lot more and then the next day they, instead of removing the bandages they say oh there's a little defect like uh you can't really breathe properly we'll finish it tomorrow and she has to stay there without any phone without anything like no one's talking to her and she's like okay she can't look at the mirror starts creeping around she starts looking around to see what what's up with this weird ass place and she creeps onto a computer and i forgot what she saw on the computer her file but i don't remember what she saw
0: uh, i can't remember
1: either <laughs> i guess it was just that the confirmation that the 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 boyfriend like went uh convinced them to lie to her about she didn't have enough done all right so, uh so eventually she goes uh, she, I mean, she, she killed a freaking uh, nurse, I guess. Yeah. With a what? glass face.
0: I don't even know if she kills her. She, I thought she just stabs her and tries I to remember. run away.
1: I don't remember either way. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. Cause eventually they catch her and they pit yeah. her with one of those needles. They do with the insane asylums or whatever. And they, uh, they finish the surgery, I guess. And they all walk in and he's like, the boyfriend's trying to comfort her saying like, don't worry, my mom's here. And she's still freaking out because she doesn't know what the hell's going on. She knows everything that goes against her. She doesn't know what she looks like. Uh, she finally sees when he goes to get the mom, what she looks like. And she looks exactly like one of the, I guess, uh, people in Eye of the Beholder. It looks exactly like the pig face nose kind of thing going on. So okay. it's the storyline straight up the same and the, 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 the fucking face is the same. And when the mom walks in, basically she has like a, it's not like a pig face, but it's not her face. I'm very confused. I thought that they were going to try to make her the same looking as the mom. Some I think
0: they face. were trying to, but you know, she didn't fully heal from the surgery yet. She was never finished.
1: Yeah, she I just, thought there was some sort of Oedipus complex thing going on.
0: Yeah, I think he was trying to make her look like her mom. Okay, so but, uh, I had the feeling the whole time. You missed out an important part. Oh, shit, what? She had a third boobie.
1: Oh, yes. So- <laughs> For some reason, uh, they just went on just, did they even talk about doing her boobs before that?
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait,
1: wait. Didn't they just straight up just like the nurse just go over to her and look at her boobs, like open her shirt and then close it. And like when she was in the chair. Yeah. They didn't show it. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess they just, they, they was on the table about getting the boob job, but I guess she didn't know she was getting three boobs. So that is, uh, uh I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm going to call it Macari. Um, the eye of the beholder sketch number two yes number three is a one called (laughs) my i don't remember how they say it basically um it's um it's a word for in the jewish bible for a demon Uh, and i didn't know that on purpose like i was looking it up and also i could tell that this was like a um
0: hebrew word
1: no, I just like that. This was like, uh, it wasn't, it, it wasn't a synagogue. It was a church, but I could tell by the, the vibe and the, the accent. This is some sort of like, uh, Israeli kind of thing. You know what I mean? So that's why I looked into it. Yeah. I guess. Well, I why did the, oh shit, my battery's on low. Um, why did the, the, the one girl have an accent for no reason?
0: She had an accent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they had accents, but I don't know. It seemed more Hispanic than anything.
1: Maybe it is Hispanic, but it is a Jewish word for uh, in the Jewish Bible for demons. so that's why I assume. I mean, and then these are Catholic. So I don't know. I don't. We don't. I, we can't confirm what the hell this is. All right? I mean,
0: yes, I can answer it right here. Catholic schoolgirls and is Catholicism because they were nuns.
1: So. So it's they're basically pinning the Jews of being evil. I'm very confused. It's still a Jewish in the Jewish Bible as that word.
0: I mean they're all together pretty much I
1: think I don't know. they didn't say the Torah <laughs> either. they said Jewish Bible, which is interesting. either way, I don't care about religion. I don't care. that was just <laughs> it's it's it doesn't matter
0: yeah, this sketch is also starring Maurice Bernard. do you know who he is?
1: He did about. 4000 episodes of General Hospital.
0: Yes, he was Sonny Corinthos in fucking General Hospital
1: cuz I only noticed cuz my mother fucking Same. watches General Hospital every goddamn day. Same, cool. Oh, <laughs> our parents should hang out. Um yeah, so in Machit, um it starts, <laughs> it starts with a kid on top of the church we, uh and she's about to commit suicide. And they're trying to talk him down. The nun's like, take my hand. And she reaches to, you know, give him the hand. And I guess the demon inside of him, like, curves the hand all weird and, like, pushes him backward, and he dies. Yes. So that's, and it splatters all over one girl. There's always some movie where some nearby kid gets hit with blood. It just, you know what I mean? With, with some shit like that. It reminds me of the right. Child, like, Child's Play reboot when uh Chucky stabs him inside the um mascot helmet. And oh, then the yeah. guy's falling down to his <laughs> knees and he just sprays the girl in the face, yeah, messed up, but yeah, yeah actually i'm not I'm not used to seeing you know kids die straight up, so this was interesting,
0: yeah, about in this kid, you're used to it you're used to a lot of
1: those <laughs> um shit, I don't even remember how this flows all the way, so it's a lot of uh huh, because yeah, pretty much
0: <clears throat> um the boy was possessed. He dies, whatever. The spirit goes on to another girl. I don't think it goes to the girl who got the blood. Maybe it does. I don't know. It goes to another girl. Um, Also, the demon, like in the synopsis it says the demon is a sex-crazed demon, which uh, makes sense because this church is a little bit corrupt. Because the priest is fucking one of the nuns, which is a huge no-no in Catholicism because they're both supposed to be, uh, celibate. But anyways, yeah, that's happening. Um, girls possess, um, I believe they try to do an exorcism, doesn't work. Um, ghosts, well, I guess it kind of works because the ghost does leave the, or the demon leaves the girl, but it goes to, her mother, because her mother's there. Um, then the mother ends up going into the room where all the Catholic school girls are in. They're all in his bed or in their beds or whatever. And she basically did this little inc- incantation saying that um, all these girls will be the uh, eyes, ears, and mouth of the, of the devil and blah, blah, blah. So they all become possessed by the devil or some shit I don't fucking know, um it's weird, I don't know the, the little boy who falls off the um church in the beginning of the skit he I keep calling it a skit it's not a skit,
1: yeah i was i I didn't know if like I was using the word skit wrong, I think you're using yeah. the word skit wrong it's <laughs> supposed to be funny it is. and you said sketch too, I don't uh.
0: But yeah, the little boy, the story who fell out the church, he comes back and um, but as a ghost and he tells them he tells the priest and what the, the nun that they have to kill the girl or whatever. But they don't know that the mother's already possessed and blah, blah, blah. Stuff happens. Like I said, all the little girls are possessed and then the nun and the priest are in the church area i don't know what that area is called where they do the sermon um i guess that's just the church but uh Mm. and uh yeah and they're surrounded by all the possessed little girls so the priest grabs uh, a dual-wheeled knives. knives was there
1: also boys there
0: yeah i don't know where the boys were after this like the demon only wanted the little girls um because it was a little boy who died in the beginning but, whatever, and I saw a
1: couple of boys jump at him,
0: oh not 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 at the end, no, It was no boys. it was just all girls, like Are i literally sure? just got I literally just got finished watching it, yeah, huh. um, but uh, yeah, he gets the uh non dual wielding knives, and then he grabs the big ass long sword, and then they get to fighting the demons um for some reason I began the fight, he wasn't really even like swinging his sword to kill any of the girls. He was just like pushing them over and shit. And then the nuns, she started like hacking and slashing after they started slashing her. Cause they all had knives. All the little girls had knives. Um, but yeah, they end up killing a bunch of them. Um, I don't remember how it fucking ends cause all these stories just end abruptly.
1: Um, but I remember how it ends. How's it? End? It's the same scene on top of the roof of the church, but it's with uh, the mom oh. of the girls for some reason. The mom of the girl uh, who uh, I guess is the main girl who got the blood splattered on her. For some reason, she's the possessed the most by the sex demon or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the as the 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 nun tries to save the woman again by reaching the hand, the demon does the cracking hand thing again, where it pushes back, but the nun falls with her. Yeah. And yeah, crushes the mom.
0: Before that happens, they were on the roof for a long time. And he, the demon was, like, holding her. And it was, like, humping her. It was fucking weird.
1: And licking her face. Yeah. It's and a sex demon.
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um,
1: that was the end of that story. Um, I mean, it's, uh, a couple of kids are left. And the nun is left, right? Yeah, I guess. That's one of the... Most uh, positive endings. Uh, second, uh, second most positive. Okay. okay. Yeah. Second most. Yeah. Because <laughs> all these people who enter the theater, all these people are entering the Nightmare Theater, and they meet the projectionist? Yes. Played by Mickey Rourke. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: the most random casting <laughs> and I,
1: I watch a lot of things about this. They're like, dude, like, you wasted all your money just to put Mickey Rourke in this world. Like, You could have, like, put that towards anything else. Not like, this is not like a badly produced movie at all. I don't know if it's a Shutter exclusive. It, I've heard of it through Shutter, and Shutter doesn't, like, not use money. Right. But still, it's like, eh, is this supposed to get people to see it? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So he's the projectionist. Yeah. Uh, where he basically projects people's nightmares on the screen and makes them get into theater by putting on top of the um Wait, marquee.
0: It's not the nightmares. It's how they die. Oh, well. He says, because um, somebody, I forget which character. He does character. say something
1: about nightmares,
0: though. Oh, because I forget which character goes actually up to the projection room and acts... They asked him what's going on. He was like, "Oh yeah, these are um your death stories and I like to collect
1: them and it just shows how they die." That's the um next story I think is the when they go up to the uh projection uh uh-huh. no. No, it happened before cuz it
0: happened I want to say it happened after the the surgery story.
1: Oh, it did. She was she just because the boy was missing after that. Her boy, and she went looking for him, and she goes into the, the room and she's like, "What's going on?" And I guess he, she, does he kill her or something? Because he traps her in, because she didn't die. Wait, what?
0: What boy was missing?
1: The 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 husband or two? Oh, back. the husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know what happened to her. like I assume but... that she died, but she didn't die the way that you know. That's why I think it's, weird. Yeah, it's he said something about nightmares and also. Well, uh, at the end he says
0: that these people are already dead. So, yeah. Who knows? This movie is like uh what's the word? Not consistent uh with their story. Uh, <laughs> uh but anyways, four stories though. We're on the last one. Let's no. crank this out before we no. uh what? That was three. Ah, fuck, you're right. Oh yeah, this is the one I actually want to talk about the most because I didn't understand it. The I mental was, health Yeah, I wanted to get your interpretation on this. So the movies I mean, not the movie, but the story starts off in black and white, which is weird uh, because the rest of the movie is in color. Um, like this girl she, or woman, she's uh with her two sons and they're In this doctor's office, there, she's trying to see her, uh, psychiatrist because she's seeing the world in a weird way. Everything is like, like I said, black and white for her. Everything's dirty. Some people come out and they look like monsters to her. Um, which also feels like a Twilight Zone episode. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's what she's going to go see the psychiatrist for. Um, She eventually, uh, the secretary there she sees, um, seems like a monster to her and she's kind of rude to her. She's kind of a bitch. And anyway, she finally is able to, um, see the psychiatrist. The psychiatrist looks normal to her. Um, and she's just explaining the situation and he's pretty much blowing her off and ignoring her and like being short with her, not really telling her the proper diagnosis. And her time was up and she was like, can you at least let me know if I'm crazy? What's wrong with me? And he just brushes her off. Um, then she goes back out. Uh, her son had to take a shit. <laughs> and uh, she was like, "Wash your language or whatever. Um, but whatever. They go to the bathroom, the two sons or whatever, She can't find them, blah, blah, blah. She looks around. She's asking people where her sons are. They're all, everybody she's asking are like very rude to her and ignoring her. And they're all looking like monsters and they're making grunt, grunting noises. Um, especially the guy in the bathroom. I can't tell if he was clean up. Yeah. Yeah. It was the janitor in the bathroom. Um, he's just ignoring her. And then she pulls out a gun and points it at, uh, at his head, like, Pushes like the gun is pressed up against his head, and he just waves her off, like "Get the fuck away from me!" Like, What's, what the fuck are you doing? Like, she's being annoying. Like, he does. What was like, wrong with that gun? I, I came out of it; it was weird. I thought it wasn't a gun. I thought she was just hallucinating. Maybe. Yeah, because the way the Jander reacted when the gun was to her head and he, he wasn't phased, I thought it wasn't like a real gun. Um, so she's still looking for him, uh, her son, she leaves, she, um, here, she goes back to the doctor's office and she's outside the door and she hears her two sons talking to the psychiatrist and the psychiatrist was basically saying that, um, explaining that I don't, well, it seemed like they all knew what was going on with her. Uh, also, I forgot to mention she calls her husband, and her husband was like, uh, "I can't keep doing this with you," and blah blah blah. And then the husband's new girlfriend was like, "Is that her?" She uh, and she, I think she picks up the phone. It's like, "He has to go," and she hangs hangs up the phone on her.
1: It was triggering. It's like my life. <laughs> oh.
0: Um. But yeah. So like I said, um, she's outside the psychiatrist door, overhearing their conversation it seemed like Daryl and and on it together the son and the, the two sons and the psychiatrist and they're talking about how um this is what I didn't get so it seemed like the, the psychiatrist was saying that people have a tendency to accidentally enter this parallel universe and that the only way out is if she kills herself and um one of the sons was like well so, oh, so she just has to die. Why can't we just kill her and put out her misery? And um the doctor was like, Well, she has to kill ourselves by the and plus we're we're not killers, we're we're physicists or some shit. And um well, no, no, maybe physicians. He's like, We're um we're not killers, we're physicians. And um and I guess they basically asked if she's gonna kill herself, and he was like, uh eh, Probably not. She she doesn't have the balls to do it. Basically, those also are her kids. Right, right, right. Maybe I
1: don't know. <laughs> There's some sort of what I take this as uh, interpret it as. This is obviously a commentary on therapy or psychiatry, and yeah. she, I think she has paranoid schizophrenia. And because I'm a doctor, and um, she, you know, you'll have those delusional things when you have schizophrenia where you can't tell what the hell is what. So I guess they're in therapy. I, you're supposed to, um, I guess, talk about and release your stuff, your, like your traumas or whatever. So whatever alien, I don't know if they're aliens or whatever the hell these people are, they are shape shifting into her. Uh, what is a, her, what she thinks her children are, is or something to make her come to terms with something. It mm-hmm. seems like, Right. I don't know what that is, something is because this story is very confusing towards yeah. the end. It, it seemed like he tried to do a Twilight Zone, M Light, along twist, but it didn't really make that much sense.
0: Right? Because yeah, the kids do say it's like, yeah, we're not her kids. We just know that she has kids and blah blah blah. And um, she busts into the fucking office. She f- shoots the therapist. And she hears them tell them that she needs to kill herself. And, um, and and she she, hears, not the kids. yeah, she hears that they're not her kids too. But when she shoots them, uh, shoots the therapist, the one kid's like, what the fuck? And she was like, watch her uh, language. And she was like, come on, boys, we have to go. And they leave the place and she, they was like, where are we going? And she was like, we're going home. And yeah. And I don't know. I, I interpreted that as a lot because I don't know. It was so open ended. I don't fucking know. I don't know if what, what she meant by home was, it was like. The other
1: parallel universe.
0: Maybe she killed all three of them, like the two sons and herself. Mm -hmm. That's what she meant by going home. I don't know if the whole parallel universe thing was fake and she was just...
1: Well, that's a metaphor, I think. What you mean? Mental illness. You're kind of on a different plane than other people. Right, right, right. I'm I'm saying the whole supernatural
0: aspect, I don't think there... I feel like there wasn't one at all. I feel like she was actually, like, seeing these... Like, these things was all hallucinations in her brain. Yeah, so it's just like a episode. Yeah, so she literally just killed her family and herself. And that was it. I feel like that's what it was.
1: Like, I I, hmm. I think that it, maybe her visions were not obviously right because they're not um, monsters, but she killed the actual doctor and then she killed the kids because she right. feels responsible for the kids. She can't leave them. You know, right. it's like if you, it's the guilty thing where you can't do the domino effect, like what happens after I die? And the dad isn't really reciprocating and I guess that towards the end, going home, she maybe could have killed them with herself.
0: Right. So, okay. So you thought the same thing. So, okay. I thought I, I was,
1: It's still over. very, like. Yeah, I maybe, thought I was
0: overthinking the situation, but since you thought the same thing, I don't feel too stupid. I
1: don't think we're correct, though. Something.
0: I mean, if we both got the same interpretation and we watched it separately, I feel like. We've gotten we interpretations be
1: before that we ha- came to agree on. Then later on, I found out different ones. So I don't know. Either way, that was this one. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I, I appreciate the mental health aspect or whatever, but, yeah. well, I guess, we'll meet whatever. Right. The last one is called Dead, and I believe this one is by the guy you watch the podcast with or whatever. Yeah. Mick Garris. Uh, Mick Jagger, yeah. It's yeah. um, the
0: Batman story. What? Well,
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it first. Yeah. Yes. Kid, uh, this is the first one with a child, like a yeah. 15-year-old or something. Yeah. Walks into the theater. He starts playing uh, an organ. He's a, a pianist or whatever they call it, a pianist, pianist whatever. And uh, he looks up at the screen, and he's in his nightmare, seeing his death or whatever scene. And uh, he, after uh, his little recital, some random guy just pops up. This scared the shit out of me. I didn't know. Oh, yeah, that scared the shit I, This is my third time seeing this movie. This shit scared the fuck out of me. There was no really jump scares in that shit. And I was like, all right, whatever. This is more like a, just a creepy kind of vibe kind of thing. Like, that's what Shudder goes for. I'm like, all right. This dude's <laughs> random fucking dude is in the back of the car. And, uh, you know, you're not supposed to look him in the face. And uh, uh, I guess uh, he killed the mom and the dad. And now he has to hunt down the kid who also got shot but didn't die. So now this whole thing is based out of a uh, uh, – oh, I lost my hand, though. I looked at my phone. It's based out of the hospital. It's a hospital thing, which I – most people do not like hospital things. They are unsettling. Yeah. This one and the, the other one, the second one, the Macari or whatever, mm-hmm. I felt really, really unsettled during it. And I don't really get – Um phased by horror movies with the vibes anymore unless it's like hereditary sinister or something like that where it has to be pretty goddamn dark for some reason they had a very good ambiance of like uh creepiness it's very creepy this movie i i felt very nervous and on edge in this uh, during the makari one and uh this one less but still didn't feel good kind of feel like on edge you know uh, you know i don't know if you felt any of that during this like did you get creeped out at all during this i know you're probably so immune to this stuff too I got creeped
0: out for another random reason. (laughs) For this one? Yeah. Well, do you think there's like a lot of circumstances where people who are in the ICU like have out-of-body experiences where they're facing death? Like... Because I feel like... Okay, so we're back. Uh For some reason, our claw dropped in the middle of the
1: episode. <laughs> and, uh, fuck. Uh, so where the fuck was I? <laughs> I, I don't know. I remember the last thing was uh you telling the story about the ICU, about the, the experiences you, you were telling uh, the experience you had, and you were, uh, I don't know where it was going. I guess you were asking me what I think about it. Oh, yeah, I was asking you,
0: like, um, do you, how, do you think, um, do you think people actually have like experiences in ICU where they, um, I don't know, have supernatural experiences where they see ghosts or stuff like that? Like
1: actual, like yeah. supernatural experience, not yeah. like they're going like a little bonkers?
0: I don't know because that's what I was um explaining uh before that fucking call dropped. Um, cause it's like a whole bunch of movies that's like have experiences like this. And then last year I was in the ICU and I kept having dreams where I was running through the hallways, running from death. Um, and I don't know. And just like having my neighbors like die, like people actually around me dying is crazy and how they had to pull the plug on my neighbors next door. I uh, was fucking nuts. I don't know. I, this whole thing was like very jerk.
1: <laughs> I can't discredit that experience because I never had it. Right. Um, to me, though, if I had to try to apply, uh, apply logic to it, you know, when you're in the freaking ICU, your fear most likely is very turned up because you don't know what's going to happen. So that means it's in your subconscious and your subconscious, you know, is going to come out when you dream. So you're going to have dreams where you're in scenarios that are spooky, you know? So, uh, do I think that you people could see ghosts walking around or zombies like that? I can't say yes or no, but I'm going to go with more likely that you probably was just, uh, unfortunately upset and paranoid and just had very, very, uh, spooky dreams.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, I forgot how we even got to this point, but let's go back to this.
1: The kid kid is in the ICU. (laughs) Right. She, uh, found out his dad died and his mom keeps visiting him as, like, an apparition. Is that what it's called? Like a ghost thing? Yeah. Um, and she's like, come with me, son. Come with me. And she, he doesn't, uh, but not on purpose. And then, uh, Next to him, in his room is a guy with a stitched up face, which I thought was kind of what's the point of this guy? I don't know is he misdirection or something? I don't know. He was not needed. I don't know spooky stitched guy who um so he sees the the random uh stitched up guy running into a doorway over and over again, trying to escape like a zombie, and then he sees a bunch of random floating people through the hall. It's just like he's seeing dead people, I guess. Yeah, going across into the other world or whatever, like it's a uh, purgatory esque thing. This this hospital, and he meets a girl named Casey, who's I guess like twenty two or twenty three or something. I don't know, and she's the one from Medea. Uh, shout out Medea. Uh, one more time. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's basically just saying like what happened to you, and they both agree that they had near death experiences where they see shit, like you could see them too, and basically they had a little f- friendship going on. And she basically says, don't listen to your mom. She's dead. She's trying to, I guess, kill, kill you and bring her with you because she can't live without him. So that um ghost uh, is projecting from wherever the hell she is, heaven, hell, who knows, and trying to pull him in. And uh, eventually, uh how does Casey die?
0: So first off, Casey's able to see ghosts, too, because she also died, just like how um the— Dude, the main character died, the boy, I forgot his name. Um, she almost died or she did die. She she killed herself, but they brought her back. She slid her wrist. Um so eventually it gets to a point where um the boy he sees her sees um his mother And she's telling him, like, come with me. Um, all you gotta do is kill yourself. You'll be better. You'll be happier or whatever. And then Casey, she comes in and she's like, don't listen to her. She wants you to, she wants you to die. And, um, then, uh, the mother disappears. And then so Casey, she goes back to her room. And when she goes back to her room, uh, when she opened the door, the mother is right there and she starts screaming. And then all everybody goes to her room and she's like, on the floor, is blood everywhere, and then somebody asks what happened. The fucking doctor looks. I was like, looks like she finished the job. Talking about her killing herself, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's very distasteful. <laughs> <Dr>. That
1: guy. <laughs> what the hell is that guy's name? Uh, Chris. No, not Chris Warren. That's the high school. Just Dan Martin. He's in a lot of stuff. He was in. <laughs> do you recognize him for anything? No. Well, he's in Malcolm in the Middle. Whatever. He's in a lot of episodes. Whatever. He's in Leprechaun. Is it back in the hood or whatever it's called? Nice. <laughs> is that what it's actually called? Well, back to the hood. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what he was in that, but I saw yeah. that in credit. I was like, all right. Uh, uh, what the fuck going to say? So basically the killer is chasing him throughout the, the hospital to finish the job because I guess because he saw the face of the killer that he has to die so he doesn't right. get caught.
0: Right.
1: Which is a, a pretty uh, visceral thing watching a kid getting beat up by an adult male. And he hung on for a very long time. Good for that kid. Yeah. And eventually he fights his way out of it and stabs him with what was it in the head? I don't even know. I guess like the end of a broom or something. It just yeah. went through his head. Yeah. And um he uh he dies. And uh I forgot how it ended all the way. I know his story is the one with the positive ending.
0: <laughs> well, so um so I Think it ended because or so okay, all right. So yeah, he fought the killer off and he just laying there in the puddle of blood. Um, the doctor, whoever you said his name was that we were just talking about, yeah. Um, gets him in a wheelchair. He's like, oh, he's alive. Whatever. He gets in a wheelchair and they wheel him away. And um, it cuts when they wheel him away. It just cuts to him in the uh the theater, and then that's when um. Whatchamacallit, what's his name? Uh, Mickey Rourke's character, the projectionist comes out and he was like, um the little boy was like, is this how, no, he was like, am I dead? And um the projectionist was like, no, you're not dead yet, but these people are. And he points to the uh, other characters from the other, uh, stories. And um the boy was like, I don't want to die. Um and the projectionist was like, oh, you think you can, um, change the way the, your death is written or whatever. And I, the boy was like, yeah, or, or whatnot. He's just, I don't know. He's just basically, like, yeah, I can. And then project was like, then go run, get the hell out of here. And he let the boy get out. So that was the end of the fucking
1: <laughs> uh, nightmare cinema. Yeah. Um, what a review. <laughs> I, uh, should we rank how we feel about the top five stories? Like, you could think about yours. I have mine already.
0: Yeah, you go, you go first.
1: The mental health one, which is called, like, Egress or something. I don't know how to say that. All these ones have weird names. It's hard because we don't know how to read. Like, the joke is, like, real. I'm going to put that last. Um yours? Well, I, as much as I root for that stuff, you know, I want that. Everyone expects us to be number one because I'm fully, like, for that stuff. I uh, I felt like it was, like, a Black Mirror episode that didn't add up. And I yeah. love Black Mirror, but sometimes Black Mirror really, really can strike out hard. Now and, we know. <laughs> you know, uh, it, you know, I don't know. It's it's fine. None of these. It's the thing is though. I'll just straight up say I think we both agree with our ratings. We like this movie. It's spooky. Yeah. So, all these are solid shorts, and it's very hard with anthology movies to have compelling shorts over and over again, especially when they do the trick or treat formula of. It kind of all, not like it wraps into each other, but it's uh, uh, it's the same uh, fishbowl or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, I'm used to anthology movies being really, really shitty B-like things. So this was very well made. Uh, so the mental health one, because of it, was so uh, confusing. And it was a little boring as well. So I'm going to put that five. Number four, I'm going to put The Woods because it's fine. All these are fine. It's just, uh, it felt like one of those sci-fi movies, like not the, the, the genre, I mean the channel. You know, like when they show those weird movies with the weird cheap CGI, like the spider ones and the anaconda and the snake ones and the Sharknado and stuff like that. That yeah. weird like spider shit took me out of it. I mean, eh. I, yeah, I get it. So not much I could say about that because that was uh, pretty much just, uh, standard. I'm gonna put shit machin- as a third one. Um, I don't really like re- religious things. I, I'm not really spooked out by churches or any stuff like that. But I don't know. It was uh, mid range, okay. You know, it's uh, it made me feel a little unsettled. I'm gonna put dead number two. It's not scary, but it's again, I don't like hospital stuff like that. Mm. And uh, it was the crescendo and the end to it, and I liked all the acting and. Uh a lot actually I'm gonna say across the board in this movie there was some pretty good kid actors in this. I always have to give praise to acting when it's good, especially when it's kids, because kids acting kinda sucks. Yeah. Um and as much as I think it's kind of like a unfortunate bias in my brain, I gave the eye of the beholder Macari one, number one, because I guess I'm just I just like that kind of Twilight Zone vibe. It's not anything that's uh life changing or anything like that. Hold on what? Are you on the podcast? Yeah, why? um it's not life-changing by any means but because it already had a formula that i already knew and i already liked it's kind of like you know uh, hanging bait for me with a killer a killer doll movie or something like that it's it's kind of what i like theme wise so that's it's it's not that great but out of all these it's the most interesting to me so that's what i rate those five what do you rate them as
0: all right. So while you were talking, I was not thinking. I was listening to you. So now I'm just about to go based off of my initial reaction. But, I'm just gonna spot to go straight into it.
1: All right. I think you said you'd like dead the least.
0: Yeah, yeah. Point blank. Dead is gonna number five. I already knew that was gonna happen. Um I don't know. I just thought I I, I don't like um cheesy uh, happy endings. That's why I'm not really a fan of the first Conjuring movie. Cause of how cheesy the, um, ending was. Um.
1: I guess it's happy, but I think they still insinuate that kid's gonna die and he's running for his life.
0: But he still get a second chance.
1: I, I mean, guess. he basically said, uh, there's no avoiding it. Second chance or like just prolonging. Either way, whatever. It's just, it's the happy gist. I get what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Uh um let's see uh oh wait a minute and <laughs> it, it, that 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 one ends uh with him going back into his um bed and then the killer's ghost comes and was like i told you or he's like i'm sorry i had to do this kid and that's how it ends yes yeah yeah, well. feel, yeah. but anyways um dead is, yeah, my number five. I I, I don't care for it. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. My number four will have to be uh, the woman with the face, the scar on her face.
1: Macari Eye the Beholder, yeah?
0: Yeah. Um, it's too much like the Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> Again,
1: I can I get it. Yeah. Um, it's funny. My one and two is your four and five. Yeah. <laughs> Uh my number three fuck um you got the w- shit you got the mental health yeah. one and you got the first the, one the- looks. yeah the thing was um
0: number three will have to be shit I'm gonna have to go with um the the mental health one uh mm-hmm. um, I didn't dislike it um uh, I was just. I like it because it makes you think, but I also don't like it because I feel like it makes you think because it's not complete. (laughs) Like, um, it's too many loose ends.
1: Um, somewhere it makes sense to the director, but it's not, I know that like movies are not supposed to be, I like looking up theories afterwards and, you know, putting pieces together but I don't even know what kind of theories people would have for this. It's either yeah, I maybe we're up. on I the nose. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like either we're on the nose of what we think or we're totally off base and nobody really knows what's going on. And if your right. message is so convoluted where no one knows what's going on, what's the point? <laughs> aren't aren't you trying never. to make a message? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Miss Summer. <laughs> uh, wow. Why is there a bear? Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Um uh, <laughs> Oh, um, that was my number three. Number two will have to be the things in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally understand why you said the spiders were cheesy because that took me out too. But the, the idea, I like the idea, didn't like the uh, execution. I like the idea of there's a guy in the woods killing people, but it turns out he's actually the hero. Mhm. I just didn't like the way they executed it. Um. Yeah. But I feel like it was like longer. They had more they would have more time to flesh it out, but I guess they had like a time limit of which they have to do each uh skit, but whatever.
1: The thing is with this movie is with these shorts, I think all of these could have been their own movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. So that's very cool cuz again, when you do you see things like ABCs at Death or uh, some of trick or treat or whatever. It's kind of like, it's, it's, it's like a sampler size and they feel like, um, like unsettling mini episodes. I don't know if you've ever seen adult swim infomercial things. It's like one of those, uh, things that comes on at 3 a.m. where it's sort of a fake infomercial, but it has a message behind it. And it's really unsettling. It's kind of like that, <laughs> which, which are cool, but you really can't extend that that far. I think all of these could have been a movie, but number one is, yeah, uh, my shit.
0: Yeah. So yeah, number one was my shit. Oh <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: that was your shit loved
0: it. i went over it pretty fast in the review so it may seem like i was disinterested but um i know when i first saw this movie for the first time i fucking loved this skit. i thought it was so over the top and just so stupid that i liked it a lot um I don't know. I just like
1: this one the most. (laughs) It's the most like an actual movie that would be modern day. It's conjuring esque. Yeah. Yeah. The priest straight up reminded me of the priest from La Urona.
0: Well that's racist. Um You just confused you just compared Sonny Sonny with Tuco (laughs) Salamanca. Which you knew his name? Wow. But no, I don't know. I don't know if that's his that's not his real name. That's Who's racist name. now? That was his name in Breaking Bad when he played in Breaking Bad.
1: Oh, uh, well,
0: no. I never saw Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, that's how I rate those. Um, I like we said. Uh, we both give this movie a spooky. I give this movie a spooky. Um, not the best anthology movie I've seen on Shutter. Um, still a pretty good one. Um, I really don't think it ties in well like the stories do like it does in trick-or-treat
1: well no 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 that's a straight up circle that's different yeah.
0: um that's why i like the movie southbound because it's just
1: like that where it's all connected mm-hmm. um it's so- all the same universe but not connected they did use some of the same actors though if you haven't noticed mm-hmm. they did, uh, a couple of them did a couple of the other ones as minor characters. Okay. So it's oh. it's kind of like, but it's, it's loose, loose, whatever. And I haven't seen that many anthology movies. So I don't have like a big uh, spectrum a <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing is though. I don't watch a lot. Cause I know how bad they can be.
0: Yeah. Um, like, I, um, I, I didn't, didn't know it n- what, what
1: tales from Halloween or what did, what did from? Oh, yeah, I didn't come finish from?
0: that one. Um, oh, what Art the, Art the, um, Fuck, all how's
1: Eve? Yeah, so yeah. stuff they always turn out to be really shitty. Too. They go very, very shocky with it, and it's like, oh, cool, how edgy, or yeah. it's just like they don't have any production at all. And it's kind of like, uh, you see like a man in a bear costume, it's like, oh, cool, <laughs> like it's really, it's really cheesy. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. oh, sorry, VHS, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, VHS. Um, VHS, Trigger Tree, Southboundness, uh those movies I will recommend uh if you want to watch anthology, check this movie out. Uh fucking Banana Boat, uh go see this movie, it's on Shutter, uh Give us Love. Uh uh I don't know. Why did you just drop
1: a sponsor for Banana Boat? Is that a real thing? It's a it's a it's a Suntan lotion or something from the 90s, early not <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. Well, I uh, guess we're wrapping up here. Uh, as always, big cartel still have some shirts, have stickers. Uh, all of our social medias uh, Twitter is spooky dookie underscore spoilers. Uh,
0: huh? That's how I was saying spoilers in the three years.
1: Oh, no. That guy uh, and uh, said he he accepted our apology. Um, guy who we accidentally spoiled the rest of uh uh hatchet, hatchet for uh, our bad. <laughs> and we appreciate uh your uh listen as uh, that's very nice of you to go on your way to listen to idiots. Uh, and we hope to not do that to you ever again, as our as our uh, number one fan because we only have one listener to so. you, and uh so uh Facebook is just a regular name instagram spooky underscore dookie underscore pod uh we're on all streaming services always apple spotify and do people even use any other thing i don't know google play we get some google play views for some reason i don't uh co- oh, straight out to google play then i didn't know that and <laughs> uh do we have anything else um not that i know of there should be uh, more episodes of our little short childhood series thing coming out soon, and uh, you know, as uh coronavirus uh, gets a little better, I mean, we're both fully vaccinated, we could be able to go to see movies now. So, uh, you know, the summer we hopefully can get like actual in the moment, he in the moment, like reviews of things yeah, we haven't like seen.
0: Fucking Conjuring, we don't even got to go to
1: the theater just for that. That comes out yeah. June
0: whatever fourth, I think. Yeah.
1: HBO Max. And that's on, yeah. Wait, do you have to pay for that though? Or is it, do you just have HBO Max and that's it? You just have to have HBO Max. Oh, well, there you go. That's awesome. So yeah, we'll yeah. definitely do that one. Uh, the trailer came out a couple of days ago from when we were recording this. You know, there's Candyman. There's, uh, there's, a uh, Quiet Place 2, Ooh. uh, Spiral, whatever, uh, Halloween kills, Halloween kills eventually, Terrifier 2, uh, Escape Room 2 might be late. Uh, don't too. <laughs> don't too. Very interesting year for <laughs> stuff like this. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll have a lot more interesting stuff. You know, it's not always fun going back and doing the archive stuff. It's fun sometimes, but you know, it, it got a little boring. And we we're excited to do some uh, things where we generally don't uh know each other's reactions. Like Derek has seen this movie, I have not. You know, uh, the next couple of movies are reviewing. I'm pretty sure he's seen. So. I don't know. So, this has been the Spooky Dooky Podcast. I'm Mike. I am Derek. Stay spooky. And stay dooky.